Hello, I'm Ed Gamble. Hello, and I am Ray Peacock. Hello. This is the Peacock and Gamble podcast, live from the big one at Blackpool. 200 feet in the air. We are passing the 200 feet mark now. We're well, going to be a welcome show now because we're on a roller coaster in Blackpool. What's this bit now? Here we go. Oh, oh shit! me did you hear that then that's amazing that that was a brilliant intro yeah that was great but unfortunately the rest of it you can't really hear it very well because of the clatter 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 and wind 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 yeah so that's what happened when you go on the big one but you got a bit of the big one on there at the beginning yeah and the rest of it was just screaming as well yeah and that do you know what that is a totally unique way of starting our podcast up <laughs> it is don't it that's yeah. our, this is our black pill special podcast we're doing today hooray hooray and i don't reckon that anyone ever before has recorded an intro to our podcast up there <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. At though. the top of the big one. I don't think anyone has recorded a Peacock and Gamble podcast introduction at the top of the big one. Yeah, we are the only ones to do that. Defos. I'm 90% sure of that. I'd be surprised if anyone from any podcast has ever done it. Well, we'll have to find out. If you know of anyone in a podcast who's done it before us, then yeah. let us know. But I imagine they'll all start doing it now. Yeah, we find all of them Oh, doing they'll all be doing all have a turn of that now. Yeah. Ooh, we are a comedian as well. We will do a podcast as well. <laughs> oh, you're going to do it and copy it now? Yeah, well, we done it first. On the top of the big one. Oh, on the top of the big one. On the top of the big one, yeah. I don't think we did the podcast first. I think, um, uh, what, did Ricky Ricky Jingle did it? (laughs) What is he called again? Ricky Ricky Jingle. Ricky Jingle off the office. Yeah. Yeah, he'd done one, definitely. Yeah, but he didn't do one on the big one, and that's what we're saying. Yeah, Ricky Jingle. Why have we not done the podcast on the top of the big one yet? (laughs) Too successful, are you? Oh, you're too rich, are you? And too popular and famous, and everyone likes you? Well done. Me and I'd like, um, oh, <laughs> I don't feel like doing it now. No. <laughs> See what we should do in this podcast? What? Tell them all about Blackpool. Yeah, we should do all the Blackpool, about... the Blackpool special. It would seem appropriate. Yeah, but as it's the Blackpool special, then that means that it is different to all the other weeks. So here are the things that are coming up on the show today. Right. Stuff about Blackpool that we're doing. Yeah. Um, Tesco update. Yeah. Um, free stuff update. Right, that's Competi- not really Blackpool specific stuff. Don't say nothing. And that is it. <laughs> yeah, no, the no Hang complaint on. letters this week. Why not? Um, because sadly this is the Blackpool special. So, <laughs> if you want to hear about Blackpool and us getting barred off the Pleasure Beach, that really happened as well. Yeah. We got barred, Blakey barred us off on the buses. <laughs> that's who it was. We'll say about that in a second. But what, what can I stop Sadly, you there's no time Why? for complaint letters this week. Have you just not done one? So, I didn't bother writing one because there is no time for it. <laughs> you so forgot? I, I didn't forget. Well, what's happened then? Right. I've had a sore knob. Right. Oh, God. Here we go. Okay. I have had a sore knob, though. Yeah. It still is sore. And that's... It's not... I've not been feeling very funny. Unless you've got a sore knob because you had a pen up it while you're trying to write the complaint letter, then that is no excuse. It is an excuse because it's... A, I think your knob is the fulcrum of your body. Okay. For a boy. Well, it keeps you balanced. Yeah, for a boy, the fulcrum of your body is a knob. Yeah. And for a lady, the fulcrum of your body is your Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're Rudy, what women have. Yeah, you're Rudy, Up yeah. the middle of the legs, in the middle of it, they've got a Rudy in their bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that is where the fulcrum of a lady's fulcrum. body is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for a man, it is your knob. It is your knob, and you've, have you felt a bit off kilter? Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't know what's happened. It. Yeah. Because um, I sometimes get kidney stones, but I don't, I've never passed one. Or you've never had a knob stone? No, I've never noticed passing one before. No. And I, I don't know if, it's, maybe it's that, maybe there's a stone going all down my knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be that, or maybe I don't, it could be anything. Maybe it is 
when a protester is attached to your body. <laughs> well, but you think my knob is in protest? Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's not. It does hurt, though. It hurts just on the end bit. You know, the big bit on the end. Yeah. It's inside that. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know if any of the listeners can help me on that. Yeah. On what is wrong with Ray's knob. Maybe it's a little flea living in there. Don't say things like that. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Imagine that if in the end, right, you just go mad in the night and you have to chop it open, right, um, with a knife and a wasp flies I'm out. not chopping it open. No matter what happens, <laughs> I'm not chopping my knob open. Even but, if it starts buzzing. I'll tell you what I've decided, though. What? If I go doctors, right? Yeah. And they say, I'm awfully sorry about this, Mr. Peacock. Yeah. But we're going to have to cut it off. Right. right? Or, otherwise, you'll die in that. Right. Then I think I'd go, all right, I'll die. <laughs> or, or I might go, do you know what? I'm going to have a full sex change. <laughs> If I have to have my knob off, yeah. I'm going to have a full sex change yeah. and, uh, and wander around as a lady from now on. That'd be brilliant, because there's no work to do on the tits. Yeah, tits are already there. <laughs> yeah. I've got the long hair. Keep the beard. No, no, no. Join the circus. No, shave the beard off, put a bit of lippy on. Hey, presto. Nice, pretty lady out of the roly-polies. <laughs> <laughs> have you one of them ones? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people will be walking around going, I saw that fat lady off the chef programme, she's come back to life. Right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing a podcast today now. Forget it. I've got a sore knob, I told it's you. so sensitive, Clarissa. Yeah, because I've... <laughs> Ray, what? join in with the podcast. No, I don't like it anymore. Why? I don't like it. I don't like the way you shout at me. I didn't shout at you. You have a go at me and, and hope that I die from knob rot. I <laughs> <laughs> it isn't it? I've not done anything to make me get knob rot. No. <laughs> God, I hope I've not got knob rot. I hope I've not got um, knob rot like a virgin birth. <laughs> Maybe I've not got virgin knob roll. <laughs> Imagine getting but that. Maybe you have to dip it in vinegar to prevert, preserve it. All right, I'll do that towards <laughs> the end of the show today. We'll do that instead of the complaint letters. All right, then. Ray dips his knob in some vinegar. <laughs> That's a good section, anyway. You should make yeah. that a weekly thing. Oh, can I just say to our fans who came to Lincoln on Saturday night, thank you for coming to the show, and you were a great audience. Yeah, thank you. And we're doing Bradford Uni on Tuesday the 6th, so that's tomorrow night if you're listening to this on Monday. That's true, yeah, tomorrow. Bradford yeah. Uni. Yeah. So we're both doing that one. I don't know whether you're allowed in if you're not a Bradford Uni student. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. What are you fucking asking us for? Right, okay, that's the um, admin out of the way. That's done. Right, and I tell everyone about Blackpool now, right? Are you going to okay. join in or not? Well, I'll, I will listen and see if it's interesting me. We went Blackpool Pleasure Beach, didn't we? Yeah. Had a lovely time on it. Yeah, got sacked. Got <laughs> got sacked off it, got barred yeah. off it, didn't we? We got sacked. We were working on Blackpool Pleasure Beach and got sacked off it. Yeah, well, we shouldn't have been sacked, I don't think. No, I would I think dispute we this one. Just having a lovely time at the fair, like nice boys. Yeah, and even though we were trying to get sacked, then we shouldn't have been in the, in the long run. I think they should have just been a bit nicer about it. Yeah, all we were doing most of the time was shouting. Yeah, and they didn't like that. Like, kids go to fair and shout all yeah. the time. And then as soon as two grown men do it, go around shouting, they say it's scary. Oh, you're <laughs> frightening the children. Yeah. We weren't. We weren't. We were going, whoa. Yeah, we were going, that, whoa. that's what's being excited about seeing things. And policemen. Yeah, police, when we saw the security man. Policemen, he became our nemesis. Yeah, he did. Blakey from on the buses. That's what he looked like. It yeah. was It was like we were Beano characters. <laughs> and, and he was our nemesis. He was the figure of authority. He was the teacher of the Bash Street kids. Yeah, that always gets in the way and ruins all our pranks. Yeah. <laughs> and he kept telling us off. Every ride we went on, we went under rockets going round and round. Oh, you can't use your phone under. <laughs> went under merry-go-round with, um, what do you call them, animals, like big dogs. Uh, horses. Horses, right? <laughs> went on, all round on the horses. Oh, you can't use your phone on there. In the ghost train. Oh, you can't use the phone on there. Even though I was ringing the police. Yeah. <laughs> because the ghosts, they were, I'm not kidding you, right? Go back to the pledge meet. It's a thing called ghost train. You think it's going to be a pretend? You go in it, right? There are real ghosts in yeah, it. Yeah, so if you see a real ghost, do call the police Just or ring- Derek Akora or get 118 and try and find out where Derek Akora lives. Yeah, or do the other thing, which is another thing that I tried towards the end, which is just scream <laughs> as loud as you possibly can. But and they couldn't do you for that, though. No, but they did, but they're going on 
I was going, oh, good, you got to keep quiet. Oh, you're being too loud, you too. But there's women on there screaming. Yeah, exactly. And children screaming. Not a fucking word to them lot. Yeah, I can't believe it. Oh, you can't stand next to a stall and shout scab at the postman Pat dolls. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Here's a scab. And then, well, we found out we could record on my phone. Yeah. So we got on a big one, biggest ride in, I think, the world, right? Yeah. And, um, and got on that and recorded the intro that you've just heard at the beginning, right? Which is brilliant. And we carried on recording as well all the way around. All the way around. A lot of it was screaming. Yeah, not very good sound. That's why we've not used it. Yeah. And then we got off the ride, right? Yeah. Blakey from On The Buses follows yeah. us down the ramp, right? For, I've told you about using your phone. Yeah, you can't use your phone. You can't use your phone. Like, I, I went, I didn't. I went, it's in my pocket. Yeah, and I went with a button down. Yeah, so I don't... So <laughs> to we make thought, it official. Yeah, we thought we had him there. We yeah. thought, how do we get the button undone on the ride, yeah. right? And then he pointed at us. Yeah, well, it wasn't at us. It was just sort of between well, that's what, us. that's what we thought. And we both looked at each other, and then we realised he was pointing through. At the big bank of screens with the souvenir photos on. Yeah, and we were on there on the phones. <laughs> so <laughs> There was could... a picture of us. Literally, the most the most incriminating picture ever. It, it was bang to rights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did get us completely. Yeah. So well, you can't check us out for that. No. No, can't and they it. didn't. They didn't. In their defence, they didn't. So we started going on rides that were mainly inside then. Yeah, like Valhalla, the wet one. Yeah, Valhalla, we went on that four times. I Absolutely think. soaked. My favourite ride ever. And then we went on uh, Ghost Train again, a bit more screaming. Yeah. And then Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, which is a bit like a Ghost Train, isn't it? But for children, about Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, I used to like it as a child. I used to like Ghost Train as a child as well. Though. Yeah. I like them both. Yeah. But I like the Alice in Wonderland ride because they played the Golden Ticket music from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory inside yeah, which, it. Which is a bit incongruous, I thought. I like it. All right. Um, well, we all packed it. We, we all, me and you, yeah. it felt like a crowd, didn't it? We still did pack into Yeah, we it. packed into one Cheshire cat. Yeah. You were in the front, I was in the back. Yeah, I was, dri- I was driving. Yeah, I was a passenger. Yeah. <laughs> Went round it once, right? Loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved it. I suggested that we should, when we go, because it was quite quiet. It was on Monday we went. Yeah. So I suggested when we when it finished, we should get off it and run top speed round to the front <laughs> and go on it again. And Which we did. Yeah, and the girl who was operating it, she was laughing in fact. Yeah, she was laughing. It seemed like a boring day for her. And yeah. Two uh, sort of giddy, possibly disabled fat men running yeah. around and sitting on the Cheshire cat was exciting. Yeah, they didn't have a chuckle. Yeah, so we got in there. Yeah, started going round again. Yeah, I thought seen it all before, mate. Seen it all before. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. And then there was a suggestion. I'm not. Who did it come from? The suggestion. I think it was you. Right. Okay. <laughs> Blaming me for this one. Yeah, it was Ed's idea. I think to do it. Well, I came up with the idea that wouldn't it be funny if well, the people working there saw us go in and then an empty cat come yeah, out and then not come out. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like what. What would be the course of action? Yeah. If our cat comes out empty. <laughs> so, we tried it. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't take any discussion. We didn't go, oh, we can't. We can't. I mean, we both literally stepped out of it at the same time. Yeah, before I'd finished the idea. Straight away, straight <laughs> out of it, standing still by it. There's like this big, massive chess set. <laughs> and with the queen on it and that, and she yeah. moves around it. And we just, uh, well, I say she moves around it. Yeah. She doesn't move around it when there aren't any cats going back. <laughs> she just stops, mate. There's, yeah. a little, there's a little secret they didn't know. So we just stood there. Yeah. And that was when it, it got a bit weird. It did get a bit weird because um, we heard the rumble of another car coming around the corner. Yeah. And it was some children, wasn't it? It was, yeah, a little boy and a, and a more grown-up girl. And a more grown-up girl, yeah. but it was a very little boy, wasn't it? Oh, the boy was little, yeah. Yeah, and you decided... But the girl was probably about 13, 14. Yeah. Maybe older than that. Yeah, but that... <laughs> No, I'm saying no, but it wasn't It wasn't like two little tots. Yeah, but there was one little tot. It wasn't that little of a tot. All right, you still decided to do your Mad Hatter slash Leatherface impression. <laughs> well, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I played the Mad Hatter once, and I played him really sort of aggressive and violent. Yeah, but did and you... And mad. 
did you do it as an un- unexpected play? Did you jump out at people and go, I'm doing a play? <laughs> yeah, right in the right child's in face. face. Yeah. And he cried like, I mean, that was one of the quickest cryings I've ever seen. <laughs> I felt really bad. There was a little moment of shock yeah. and then proper crying. Yeah. Car, the car trundled on. Yeah, off they went. Off they went. Uh, a few minutes later. Thinking that's just part of the ride, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> a few minutes later, yeah. lights come up. Everything uh, stops in the ride, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they shut down the ride. This yeah. is what we find out later on. Apparently, if somebody goes missing in the ride, they shut down the ride. <laughs> Footsteps around the corner. We did a very clever thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was Blakey coming around the corner. It was Blakey. <laughs> We froze. Yeah, really still. In a sort of, in an Alice in Wonderland style motif. As if he was a T-Rex and his vision was based on movement. <laughs> but it worked. And he walked past us One once. time yeah. he walked past us. And he only turned back because he heard us laughing. Because <laughs> we laughed so much and then mar- marched us out. Yeah. Right down the, um, if you've ever seen the Alice in Wonderland ra- ride, a big ramp comes out the outside of it. Marched yeah. us down that, going round in circles. That felt weird. <laughs> Being marched out in a circle. Yeah. Uh, straight out the park. <laughs> and I'm going, um, when can we come back? When can we pull back? And he said, not this season. Not this season. Not this season. So we're not barred forever. No, I mean, isn't the season nearly over? Yeah, so probably wouldn't have gone back anyway. So we could go back next year. Let's go back, right? Us and all the fans of the podcast, we're all going for a day out, Blackpool Pleasure Beach, on the opening day next year, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, deal. Ed's paying. Oh, shit. <laughs> Competition to find a competition has a winner. Hooray! And um, the other competition we were running about the iTunes blurbs. Yeah. About what films they they were um, relating to. Yeah. That's not been won yet. No, it's not. There was People the, are close. They're still missing one though. They're missing a, at on least the whole. one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is it's a difficult one, but if you get it, do you know what? It's astoundingly difficult. <laughs> it's astoundingly. Di- and and I'll, do you know what? I think we should just tell them what episode it was. Okay. Episode fifteen. Ray and Ed upset their Ray publishers. and Ed really upset their publisher by drunkenly denouncing the content of all their previous books. Yeah, so you're not that is that. a film. Yeah, <laughs> that is from a film, albeit a film that's perhaps not out in this country. <laughs> but it is out. The film is out. It is out, but it's not out in this out. country. Keep trying, but you've not got it yet. So that Cleopatra poster is still in my possession. You haven't got that yet. But anyway, competition to win a competition. The winner is Ben Cawthorn. Hooray for Ben! Uh, Ben's entry was as follows. What happens next? Ray and Ed come up with a situation to put Fraser in. Then, next week, contestants put forward what should happen next. The winner is the person with the funniest idea. One rule, Fraser cannot die until Ray and Ed say so. So here's Ed with the opening line of that story. I was shopping with Fraser in the DIY shop when I suddenly realised he was missing. Right, that's the first sentence of the story. So do we want one sentence We want from one the... sentence, we want the next bit of that. Okay. The next bit of that. You can have one, maybe two sentences. Sick as you like. Yeah, however sick you want. I mean... Bear in mind, this is the beginning of the story, so we've got to go somewhere from here. Yeah. But that's the start of it. You've heard the first line, now put up the second line, and we will announce the winner of that next week, and then we'll start this chain story going. Yeah. And hopefully by the end of it, it will be illegal. <laughs> Tesco update. Little update about uh, the present situation with Tesco. Just to recap, I, I was uh, chucked out of Tesco essentially yeah. for having my hood up. A lot of this podcast seems to be you getting chucked out of stuff. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? I think one day I won't be allowed to record the podcast because I would be chucked out of my house. <laughs> I'd be chucked off my computer. Yeah. But anyway, I got chucked out there. I got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about it. Yeah. And people are going, what What do you want? What do you want to happen? You're not going to Tesco anymore, are you not? No. What do you want to happen? Don't know. Want to bring them down to their knees? 
Yeah. Oh, you'll never bring Tesco down. People are going, oh, you'll never bring them down. That won't happen. They're too big a company. <laughs> oh, they're far too big. You'll never bring them down. <coughs> Woolworths. <laughs> was that oh, you, Oh, you'll it? never bring Tesco down. <coughs> Woolworths. And that was you, was it? Came into it. Right, so here's an update on what's happening with Tesco. And we just had um, some breaking news as well. Yeah. Because we're recording this. It's Sunday. If you're listening to it on Monday, we're recording this yesterday. Yeah. And we just had some breaking news, which I'll tell you about in a moment. But some people have wrote to us. Uh, Gavin Almond has, has wrote in, demanding a public apology on television to me by Tesco. Yeah, well, quite rightly. That is one of the things that I want. <laughs> I do want that. I want a public apology by Tesco on telly. And I want the, I want Mr. Tesco stood in the middle, right? And I want all the people that have ever done voiceovers for the Tesco adverts, like, lined up behind him, but with sad faces. Yeah. And, and very sort of funeral-like clothes. What does Who is Mr. Tesco? What does he look like? Billy Tesco. Billy Tesco. It's Billy Tesco, isn't it? But I want them all at the back, like Dawn French and old David Jason and all that <laughs> lot. I want them all lined up. I like, like that. All with their head bowed. <laughs> and Billy Tesco at the front right just going with his walking stick and that. He looks a bit like um, Richard Attenborough, but you know in, like, in Jurassic Park? Okay, all right. He looks <laughs> like that. Yeah. And that's how he looks. And he just hobbles forward with his little walking stick. Yeah, hello, I'm Billy Tesco. Hello, I'm Billy Tesco. <laughs> and I want him to go, we are terribly sorry to wear peacock for doing the trucking about and the staffing question have been sacked and here is a special plastic pass which means that you can do shopping for free in Tesco all your life <laughs> and then they all put their hoods up yeah and, and I won't even use it I will give it a homeless <laughs> um, Jack Metcalf lovely little Jack we'll talk about Jack later on as well but he wrote a slightly intelligent letter did he? Uh, so only slightly. Yeah, to Tesco, he wrote it all out. It said on it, the byline was, fight the power. Okay. Which I thought was ironic, given that Jack works at Starbucks. <laughs> which I thought there was a slight discrepancy there. But yeah, con- I think considering he works at Starbucks. Well, maybe he's bringing down the system from the inside. Possibly so, but why is he working at Starbucks and bringing down Tesco? Okay. Yeah. Alex Crone wrote a, a Tesco letter, well, he wrote to Tesco complaining on our behalf. We don't normally read out the letters, but I'll read this one out. Alex Crone wrote, dear Tesco, fuck's sake, regards Alex Crone as <laughs> And I thought that was bang on the money. That's exactly right. He's that's, captured the spirit that's of That's exactly it. what's going on here. The things that have been happening in the news about Tesco, because it seems that since we started doing this, mm. I'm not saying that we're responsible for this, <laughs> but since we, we've been having our little Tesco campaign, our little Tesco prod, <laughs> that things have been happening. There's been a lot of Tesco news. People have started kicking off, haven't they? Yeah, there was a little lad dressed as a Jedi. Okay, yeah, chucked got, it out. Chucked out. He was in the news after we started this. Last week, or the week, I think it was the week before last, Kev Mara sent us a thing on the podcast page about a bloke in Andover, Robert Caton in Andover. Andover. Yeah. Now, I love this story, but one thing ruins it. Okay. One thing ruins the story, and I'm really disappointed in it. Um, he basically had been having a bit of a row with his local Tesco over a bed. He'd bought a bed there, apparently. Right, well, if you're going to buy a bed from Tesco. You, I mean, you are asking for trouble, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> I would have thought. But he, he got so wound up with the old situation, he drove his Rolls Royce through Tesco's window. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a Rolls Royce? Yeah, he had a 1983 Rolls Royce. Why was he, he buying he, a bed from Tesco? Then? He just ploughed it into the supermarket. <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's what happened. But also, apparently, he would he'd drunk two bottles of whiskey right which ruined it for me yeah I didn't like that it was drunk okay and I, and I don't like I also don't know why he drove it into the window unless he thought that would be a good swap for a bed <laughs> I would drive my Rolls Royce in there and swap it for a bed <laughs> will that work I me mean, if you're pissed you know you can that's the sort of logic you can have isn't it I thought the thing that the judge said because he's been to court this and he was a quick rap on the rest yeah um, it was Judge Keith Cutler and he said a very interesting thing he said if every citizen of this country who felt aggrieved against a shop or a bank acted like you there would be complete mayhem frustration is no defence or mitigation I I take great exception with that I, well surely that's more of an indictment on the state of customer services completely it yeah. is it should, it should say 
if every shop or bank did the fucking job, <laughs> it'd be utopia, this country. <laughs> yeah, there would be fucking mayhem, because they can't do the fucking job. And everyone would be flipping out. If everyone flipped out, then customer services would get better, because they'd just be scared. Yeah. If every citizen of this country, in fact, agreed against a shop or bank, acted like you, customer service would greatly improve. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not telling you what to do, but if you've got a Rolls Royce, I'm not saying that you can't drive it through Tesco window. It, it is your choice in the end. Um, and this is the stop press thing we've just had. I've literally just had this email to me, uh, which has been in the Sunday papers today, um, about a Tesco store in Clapton, Essex, where apparently security guards beat up a disabled teenager because he thought he was shoplifting. Okay. Right? Do you know why? Why? Because his mum had given him a bit of chicken. <laughs> when they were shopping, she got some chicken and she'd give him a little bit of chicken. Yeah. Right? Which apparently, <laughs> the, the quote is, it's what I usually do and it keeps him quiet while we are shopping. Right, okay, right? fair it's enough. A I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same. This is, this is uh, Jenny Roche, or Roche, is it? Um, she's his mum. Charlie Roche is, is the is the teenager. Yeah. He's ba- apparently, his, um, his disability, he's got a bit, a part of his brain missing. That this affects, is in Essex, was it? That affects behaviour. This is in Clapton in Essex. Right, okay. Tesco in Clapton in Essex. I, th- I mean, it doesn't really matter that he's disabled. It's like... Well, it does to him. Well, no, I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't matter within the story right, that okay. disabled. No, no, no. Because essentially what happened was, according to the story, um, yeah. security guards just twatted the fuck out of him. For having a bit of loose chicken. Yeah, but in, in Tesco. I don't know how that would even look like it was shoplifting, though. I tell that you That it what. was a bit of loose chicken. Like, he'd gone behind the deli counter, yeah. like some sort of food ninja, and just snuck a bit out of the box <laughs> yeah. and walked around eating it. But either way, I don't care if he'd put an entire chicken down his trousers and was walking <laughs> out the doors. That doesn't warrant smacking him in the face. No. Or having his arm up his back and kicking him when he's on the floor, which apparently is what happened as well. Yeah. And it only stopped because there was an off-duty copper in there who told them to stop. Did he have his hood up, though? Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. i tell you what, Tesco, seriously, you've got to sort out your security. Yeah. If this is true, or even if there's a modicum of truth in this story, <laughs> you've got to sort out your security. They're really heavy-handed. Yeah. And something needs to be done. Otherwise, I'm going to start an army. <laughs> right? It's going to be called the... And Ed's helping, even if he doesn't want to. It's the Peacock and Gamble Army, right? We're going to rise up and we're going to take on your security guard in the car park after Tesco is shut. Right, I will help, right? Yeah. But I don't really want to. Yeah, be got I, I'll come, right, you just give me a bit of chicken and I'll keep quiet. All right. I'll... <laughs> yeah, I will. If, you, if you're whinging about being there, yeah. I'll just give you a bit of chicken yeah, and you'll be okay. quiet about that. Yeah, that's what, right. So, I mean, and I mean that. I mean, I, that, I mean, it sounds like a joke. I mean it. If all Tesco security guards want to take on me and my army, round the back of Tesco's when it's shut, it's, it's fucking on. Right, that is on. Right, you know what I'm going to do, right? What? I'm going to put you in a trolley, right? And I'm going to push you out the security guards full power. Out, right, and it will go well fast, and you'll be like the big ball in Indiana Jones, right? And you'll right. take them all out all right. like security guard bowling. Right, I've got a better idea. What? Let's just arrange the fight and then just go in Tesco on the rob. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the security guards will all be out and about waiting for a do- fight. Lot of the doors. Because they're all fogs by the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Certainly from the information I'm getting from the press at the moment, after my own personal experience, Tesco security guards are fucking fogs. And let's get them out of there and then go in there, right, and nick all the top trumps. <laughs> But keep that quiet, right? That that uh, is the master plan. Yeah. <laughs> Over all this Tesco shit, yeah. I don't care how they operate the business. I just want free top trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's time for Clock Cat now. Oh, well, we watch Watch Dogs and the Listeners doesn't have to. Yeah, that one. Did you watch it? No. I didn't watch it either. All right, because Sky Plus it for next week. Please. Yeah, all right, sorry about that, cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> 
so the next day we went back to Blackpool. Yeah, we thought, um, hey, come on, let's get barred from another thing. We even said it on the podcast Facebook. Yeah, page. that we're going to try and get barred. We we're going to try and get barred from Louis Tussauds. From Louis Tussauds. We thought we'd go for the second cup. We'd, yeah. go, we'd go for the bra. Which is the way, yeah, if you get two cups, you get a bra. <laughs> yeah, we went to Louis Tussauds, which is, uh, he is a relation of some sorts to yeah. Madame Tussauds. Disabled brother, we reckon, by, yeah. the, by, by the state of some of the waxworks. With one hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is a one-handed disabled brother. Um, so we went in there, and um, we properly misbehaved. We misbehaved immediately as well. I mean, I'd say no sooner was your ticket money in the till than you were bombing Lawrence Royal and Bowen. I was right behind him, <laughs> wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because that was the thing. The best thing about it is, is you're allowed to take photos in there. Oh, I didn't say you couldn't. Yeah. And it never said anywhere, don't touch the waxworks. Yeah, don't bomb the waxworks. Yeah, don't undress the waxworks. <laughs> <laughs> don't kiss that the waxworks. Yeah. Don't break the waxworks. Don't go up uh, Marilyn Monroe's frock. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone does that. Yeah, I reckon they do as well. But not everyone looks up Whoopi Goldberg's habits. <laughs> that was dirty, wasn't it? It was. It felt wrong, didn't it? I don't it? mean what we found. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it was if, lovely, Whoopi, if you're listening. Whoopi, if anything, you should be very proud of you. You have got an A-grade Rudy, Whoopi. You have got a proper nice Rudy in there, Whoopi, <laughs> so don't you worry about that. Your Rudy was better than Angelina Jolie's one. Yeah, it was a lovely Rudy, mate. We got our um, top Rudys out, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Angelina Jolie, we did that. Yeah. Again, the staff, nothing. I stole Winona Ryder's handbag and said see how she likes it <laughs> nothing they just laughed that off thought it was yeah. hilarious now earlier I said there was no sign saying don't break the waxworks obviously that should be a given right yeah, yeah. but what happened you... I didn't break it on purpose well you went to meet Barack Obama didn't you yeah because I, I like him <laughs> yeah and there was it was a thing where you could take a photo of you shaking his hand because he yeah. had his hand outstretched yep you forgot it was a waxwork and not a human I don't know why they can't employ someone <laughs> right if they're going to do that if they're going to go have your photo up with Barack Obama yeah I don't understand why they can't go right here's what we'll do we'll push Barack Obama right against this wall here yeah right we'll cut a little hole in the wall <laughs> we'll employ a man yeah to stick his arm through but I don't, why can't they do that so instead I went and sh- I shook his hand yeah it said shake hand you shook his hand off yeah, I shook his arm off <laughs> And it stayed in his jacket. Yeah. But I could feel it was loose. And you were worried that you were going to have to stay there forever holding his arm Well, there's on. a queue of people. <laughs> and then they're going, oh, Ed, Ed, I have dislocated Barack Obama's arm. <laughs> and we had to stand there and then had to let it slowly go to the floor. Well, I was busy touching up Princess Di. <laughs> and I ran over and you were holding on to Barack's hand, yeah. if I may call him Barack. Yeah. I think we got he to know each other that day. Right, yeah. Holding his hand going, will I have to stay here forever? It was frightening. It was terrifying. <laughs> and in the Chamber of Horrors... Afterwards as well, we got in bed with Linda Blair off The Exorcist. <laughs> and don't forget, they had this little tableau bit where it's the bed from The Exorcist with the vicar near it. Yeah. And Linda Blair in the bed, right? All in the dark. Had to be, as we found out when we used the flash on the camera. <laughs> it just looked terrible. It looked like a lime on a toothpick. Yeah, but we got in bed with her. <laughs> and she was underage when she made that film. I know. Even, even if she was possessed by a 300-year-old demon, she's still underage. That makes it all right, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, does it? If they've got a 300... Yeah, that is, there was precedent in court for that. <laughs> If you sleep with an underage child who has been possessed by a, an overage demon, that is all right. They take the average. But still no barring. No. Not having none of it. It no. was like it was all YTS there that day. And they were going, we didn't make them. You can break them all you want, mate. Yeah. I don't care. Do you know what? When I watched you sat there on that piano next to Elton John with your hand down the front of his trousers, I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant, Ed. So we tried to up our game. We followed the man round for a bit. Yeah. And every time he stood still, we took a photo of him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 
And it, but he, he sort of chuckled, but I don't think he understood what the joke was. No. Like, we thought he was a waxwork. Yeah, but it, no, he was chuckling to start with, but then he was worried that we were stalking him, Yeah, I but think. then I wanted... I think he should have just gone and complained about us. <laughs> he should have gone to the front desk and complained about us and got yeah. us thrown out. Yeah, even though we, we did... If he'd gone to the front desk, we would have followed him still shouting, Tiger Woods, Tiger yeah, Woods. Yeah, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. He, he looked like Tiger Woods. All right, he was a different skin colour, I admit that. And all right, he was a lot older and probably shorter. <laughs> God, God, I mean, why didn't he complain about us? I don't know. So now his dad went to Two Swords to try and get bar, got fail. Yeah. Didn't win it at all, and I thought that would be good. I thought that'd be a brilliant, I thought this would be a brilliant end to the podcast today. <laughs> and all we have got out of it is some photos that we will put on our Facebook page, because we were allowed to take photos. I mean, we couldn't even sneakily take photos, because <laughs> we were allowed to take photos. So we took photos of us sexually assaulting Angelina Jolie and Whoopi Goldberg, and we're going to put them on the internet today. We can go and look at them, and, we didn't, and we're not even going to get in trouble for it. I didn't even bother writing a letter this week. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to write a complaint letter, I don't need to, because we've got a brilliant end to the show where we get bored from two swords, everyone will be laughing and carrying us on the shoulders around Blackpool front. <laughs> and what happens is the two swords just laugh it off. It's like they are the sort of people I've always wanted to meet. <laughs> the sort of people that don't take it seriously. <laughs> and yet I meet them on a day when I want them to. <laughs> this has been the worst podcast there's ever been, ever. <laughs> Because we haven't got part from Louis Two Swords on Blackpool Front. I hate Louis Two Swords on Blackpool Front now because they've got let's get away with it. <laughs> it was it got to us that much that when we went around and met Michael Jackson, right? We were that depressed and not getting barred. We couldn't think of anything funny to do. <laughs> <laughs> Free stuff. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, I know you got some. I've got nothing, mate. You've had stuff over the years, though. <laughs> over the years we've been recording this, you got that cap, didn't you, with Peacock and Gamble written on it? Yeah, well, what we're going to do is send them to girls for have naked pictures with them. But... Well, the bobble out has gone. <laughs> <laughs> and th- by the way, thank you to the girls that sent us naked pictures, but as you wish, we're not going to say your names. <laughs> um, or your name, I should say, you dirty girl. So I got, um, I mean, I've very subtly over the past few weeks been uh, like doing subliminal messages Yeah. on the podcast. See, I, someone told me about this. I'd not even picked up on this. I know. I Apparently, see, yeah. you've been asking for a harmonica, and I, mean, I, ne- yeah. I genuinely never picked up with on it. With subliminal messages. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing harmonica, and I got, I mean, I got more than one. Yeah, well, can I have one or not? I've got four now. Yeah, well, I must be allowed one of them. I got three from, um, <laughs> I got three from Chester Travis. Yeah. Who works at Hank's Guitar Shop on Denmark Street in London. And they're proper good ones as well, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're fucking brilliant. They're Hona ones, right? And he, he got me an E cross harp, an A pro harp, and a C pro harp. Okay, can I have one of them then? No, you can't because they're all different ones and I need them for my band. What band? Right, my Monica band. What Monica band? I just need them for it. You can have the one that Jack got me. Oh, why? The shit one? Because Jack Metcalf got me <laughs> one. So I felt ever so bad. So he presented it to me at a gig. Yeah. So Bratnell Comedy Cellar and he went, yeah, right, I got your present. Our Monica. And I got them three posh ones that morning and I felt bad but me look, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> you know, I just, I just let Jack believe. Yeah, he didn't announce it on stage or anything. Yeah, but... I, didn't, I didn't say that I'd got them from Hank's Guitar Shop in London <laughs> and that they were miles better. And I think now to close the show I will do a bit of Monica playing I'll play us out never mind the stupid little girl saying all that business podcast yeah you do it alright instead right you do the outro and I will play the music for it oh. and also I think there's not enough national pride in this podcast <laughs> I've felt let's wave the flag for Queen and Country which I don't agree with ready action hey it's the end of the Peacock and Gamble podcast now Thanks so much for listening to it. It's been a big enough production. Um, hey, stand up, it's a national anthem. Put your hand on your head. <laughs> and thanks to children.co.uk for putting it on the website. Thank you, Chortle. 
Anyway, we've had a good time, and uh, I want an harmonica, so send me that. And most of all, um, thanks to the Queen for being saved by God. But that's the end now. See you next week. I touched the Queen's tit in Louis Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs>